Everybody and welcome back to the Music Matters Media Podcast. I'm Lisa. And I'm Eric. And we hope that wherever you are right now, that it's bright and sunny and, you know, that you are nice and warm because here in New York, it is freezing right now. Understatement, man. Understatement. But you know what's going to warm us up is this episode talking about this fire soundtrack, Eric. Because today we are going to be talking about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the soundtrack. It's going to be an awesome one. But as always, before we can get into our episode today, we have our top three international countries of this week. Eric, let's just get right into it. Coming in at number three, we have the United Kingdom back for the first time in 2019. Very nice. Very nice. Glad to see them back. Coming in at number two, another very, very loyal country to our podcast, Brazil. Of course, always going strong. And coming in at number one for the second week in a row, Mexico. Nice, Mexico. Very nice. Congratulations, guys. Shout out to those three countries, the United Kingdom at number three, number two, Brazil, and number one, Mexico. They're all extremely loyal listeners. They have been throughout the entire year of 2018, now coming back in 2019. We appreciate you guys, and we appreciate all of you out there that take the time to listen to our podcast, to press play. You could be doing anything with your day, and I love the fact that people out there love what we do. They come back, they listen. And if you're a new listener, welcome. We hope you stick around. This is our top three segment that we do every single week. All you guys have to do is share this podcast with your friends, with your families, with any loved ones you may have, and we could be shouting you out next. All right, Eric. And with that being said, we cannot get into the soundtrack of the movie without talking about the movie itself. So, without giving anything away, no spoilers, this is going to be a spoiler-free review slash overview. Tell the people that haven't seen it yet, first of all, if you haven't seen it yet, where have you been? You must be living under a rock somewhere. (laughs) Coming from the girl who pretty much took a month to go out and see it, but uh, the point is, I eventually did, and we're here now, and we're going to talk about it. So, Eric, without giving anything away... Spoiler-free overview, what is this movie about? Tell the listeners what it's about. So in a very brief way of putting it, it's basically about Miles becoming Spider-Man. That's the best way I can put it. And who is Miles? Miles is the new Spider-Man, quote-unquote. And the cool thing about this movie is that he's not the only one. We also have Peter Porker, Spider-Man Noir, Spider-Gwen, and of course... The original Spidey, Peter Parker. Yes, such an amazing concept. I walked into this movie not knowing 
what to expect. I mean, it was very hyped by my friends that went out and went to go see it initially when it first came out. And to be honest, I, I walked into it and I, and I was thinking to myself, is this really going to live up to the hype? Yeah, a lot of my friends also expressed the same sentiments. They were really unsure about it. And I think that's the cool thing sometimes about going into a movie, that you're led to believe something, but then when you walk out, you don't regret having seen it. So this was awesome. I definitely don't regret having seen it. In fact, it way surpassed my expectations. It's a movie that definitely takes you by surprise in a lot of instances, let me just add. And I saw this twice. Eric, since you were willing to see it a second time, I knew that right there meant that it had to be good. So there's that. And plus, you're such a huge Spider-Man fan. I'm also a fan of Spider-Man, but Eric right here is a huge, huge fan of Spider-Man. So I knew if he was willing to go see it again, and this time with me, that it had to be a quality movie. Yeah, and with the list of actors and the music, of course, you know that this was going to be just such an amazing experience that you just can't miss. Now, I got to ask you, how was it seeing it a second time? Was it just as enjoyable as the first time? Yeah, I would say so. And I would say it was just as enjoyable as the first time because, you know, the first time you just take everything in and, you know, it's kind of like not knowing where to look first. There's just so many places to look at once. You don't know what to do with yourself. So watching it a second time definitely gives you an even stronger appreciation for everything from the animation to the acting to the music. It's definitely, in my opinion, a movie that everyone should see more than once. And speaking on the music, of course, because that's what we're here for, what do you personally think makes for a good soundtrack in general? And do you think movie soundtracks are important? Oh, yeah, totally. To me, music and movies are inseparable, You know, as I'm sure they are to a lot of people. And to me, what makes a good soundtrack is knowing where to put the music. You know, you really have to match up a scene with the music. It has to mix well. If it doesn't, then to me, it just kind of ruins the whole experience. I think in order for someone to truly get the message of a movie, music is just as necessary. That's just my personal opinion. I totally agree with you. Speaking on that point, actually, there was a movie a couple years ago that came out, The Great Gatsby you know, the adaptation of the book with Leonardo DiCaprio, and it was a huge success. It was a great movie, um, and I personally enjoyed it thoroughly, but what threw me off was the soundtrack to the movie because the movie was set in the 1920s, and it was based around the period of time that was known as the Roaring Twenties. The soundtrack completely threw me off during the movie because it was modern-day music. We were listening to hits from Jay-Z and Lana Del Rey and all these different artists and the music that was placed in the movie felt so out of place and so out of touch with the times that the movie took place in. And that is something that you need to take account of. It needs to match what the movie is about and the setting of the movie. I think that's a huge deal. And for me, a good soundtrack personally, is something that matches with the movie, the setting and the ambiance and what they're going for in the movie, 
as well as you can take this track and lift it off of this soundtrack and just listen to it like it would be something off of the radio, something in the mainstream or something just straight off of that artist's catalog. So for people that may have not seen the movie, they can listen to the song and appreciate it anyway without knowing any of the backstory of what the movie is about or anything to do with the movie, as well as being related with the movie so if you did see the movie that it makes sense and it fits within the story and the context of what the movie is about I feel like it has to do both it has to dip on both sides for me that's when a soundtrack has really exceeded expectations and has gone way beyond its purpose of just complimenting the movie and what the movie has to offer yeah the way I see it if a soundtrack can literally make you envision the scenes from a movie and just make you relive the whole thing without having to watch it, then it's an amazing soundtrack. Because that's how I felt when listening to this one. We've had a lot of amazing soundtracks within the past year, too. 2018 has brought us some phenomenal soundtracks. We even had a previous episode on here about Bohemian Rhapsody and A Star is Born. Those were two killer soundtracks, of course. How could they not be? And then also, it was very early on in the year, but we had the Black Panther soundtrack, which is also a part of the MCU, and that soundtrack was huge. It was amazing for the hip-hop community, and, you know, Kendrick Lamar, The Weeknd had a lot of heavy hitters on there, SZA, like, it was a great soundtrack. So we started off the year strong, and then we ended the year strong with this soundtrack, in my opinion. Totally. And I love those examples that you cited, because those are examples of making a soundtrack the right way. You know, they really complement the movie. And even as standalone, you know, products, they're just as amazing. Are there any movies in general that you can think of, just franchises or just in general, it doesn't have to be within the past year, that you go back to and you listen over again because they're just that good? Yeah, absolutely. Halloween, Star Wars, you know, those soundtracks are just absolute classics, you know? For me personally, it's the Fast and Furious franchise. Say what you want about the movies. I do agree that they keep getting progressively more ridiculous, (laughs) but it's still one of my favorite franchises of all time. My favorite movies from the franchise, just a little side note, little fun fact, my favorite one is the first one. And then I really enjoyed Seven, of course, you know, the ode to Paul Walker and Five was really good. That's when The Rock was introduced. So, yeah, I've been watching the franchise since the beginning. It's like a nostalgia trip for me, especially going all the way back to the first one. I remember when everything first started out, and I had no idea that it was going to take so much turns to where it is today. Now it's really not about the racing and the driving. It's more about the action sequences. But that's a story for another day. But what I wanted to say is with their soundtracks, they always do a great job trying to get artists to match the vibe of what's going on in the movies and they always get people so hyped up with the trailers and with everything going on within the movie because the soundtrack the soundtrack really pushes that along and makes people excited and and it builds certain scenes up and it pumps people up for what there is to come regardless of whether you enjoy the outcome or not that's a personal preference but they do a really good job of rounding up artists together to fit the vibe of what the movie is going for yeah i can absolutely see where you're coming from and two examples for me aside from ones i mentioned would be from Dusk Till Dawn, and this is a newer one, 
The Defenders on Netflix. Nice choice, Eric. I really like that choice. I like that we're sticking to the superhero theme here. Yeah, and I think the running theme amongst all the movies that we mentioned is that, you know, for a movie like that to work, you really need to have a soundtrack that really just further drives the message home. And I think this is true of any movie. You know, you really need to have a soundtrack that can go with every emotion that the movie presents to you. And, you know, you need to have the right song in the right place. Otherwise, it's not going to work. I totally agree. If you don't have a soundtrack that coincides with the movie and helps push that story along and helps fit the scenes of the movie, then you kind of completely disengage that audience that you had because they're not going to be able to follow along as well if the the music's distracting it could be like for me in the great gatsby i love the movie itself but the music was very distracting because i was just like this would never be playing at a party back then and just in other ways too with the soundtrack if it's an emotional scene you would hope that the music pairs with whatever emotion is going on during that scene if it's something that's supposed to get you hyped up and excited and the music falls flat then it completely doesn't work and if it's a sad scene and you're supposed to be emotionally invested in that way and the music doesn't pair up in that way it's more of a okay so why should we care so to me i think that music is just as important as the actors and actresses in the movie because it coincides with the storytelling and how to push the story along and setting the scene, setting the mood of certain things. People don't realize if you were to take the music out of the movie, not even just the soundtrack itself, but just even the sound effects, you take the music out of the movie and you let me know how you enjoy that experience. I will tell you for a fact right now, it would be one of the most dull and boring experiences ever. And even if the movie is phenomenal, like some of the franchises that we mentioned that, that we personally enjoy, if you were to take the music out of those series and out of those franchises, you would see that even the best of plots can crumble without having the music there to back it up. And it really makes it forgettable at the end of the day if you don't have that within the movie, if you don't have a good soundtrack within the movie. I agree one billion percent. And luckily, this soundtrack covers all of its bases in all the best ways. So, Eric, let's get into it. Let's talk about this soundtrack, shall we? Okay, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Now, before you listen to the soundtrack, what kind of vibe were you thinking going into the soundtrack of what it might sound like? So, I definitely was expecting it to just vary in a bunch of different styles, you know, a lot of different moods. But I do love that because the movie itself already has a really hip-hop-influenced vibe, I was hoping that the soundtrack would match up very well with that, and I was not disappointed. Yes, because it's based in New York, and as we know, New York is arguably the birthplace of hip-hop, and this soundtrack is very heavy hip-hop influenced. It has hip-hop, it has trap, it has a little bit of pop, and overall, it was such a great experience listening to it. Uh, A lot of these songs I went back to and listened to them over again and again, and that is something very rare for me because, like I said, for soundtracks, it makes sense in the context of the movie, but you might not necessarily go back and listen to them on their own 
but this soundtrack has found that formula that I was talking about earlier where it fits within the movie, but even if you didn't watch the movie, you could still listen to some of these tracks and really enjoy them for what they are. Totally. And I love that the soundtrack really took me by surprise in the way that it did because prior to going to see the movie, I only knew of one song, and that was the one that was played in a lot of the trailers. So I really, even though, yeah, I, I kind of had an expectation of what the soundtrack was going to be like, at the same time, you know, it, it was just taking a dive into the unknown in terms of figuring out what the soundtrack was going to be like. And with the soundtrack, we have many heavy hitters on it. We have Little Wayne, Nicki Minaj, Post Malone, Sway Lee, Ski Mask, Juice World, Vince Staples... The list goes on and on. And of course, we have a posthumous guest appearance by Triple X on Scared of the Dark featuring Lil Wayne and Ty Dollar Sign as well. So there are a lot of heavy hitters on this soundtrack. The list goes on. That got me excited before I even listened to it where I saw certain names of people and I was like, oh, wow, they were able to pull in a lot of big names in hip hop right now. Yeah, it's always a really cool thing whenever you see the list of people that are going to be on a soundtrack, and they're all all-stars, basically, in today's music scene, specifically in the hip-hop scene. You know, that just makes you even more excited to want to listen to it. It's a 13-track release, so let me run through the songs real quick. We have What's Up Danger, Sunflower, Way Up, Familia, Invincible, Start a Riot, Hide, Memories, Save the Day, Let Go, Scared of the Dark, Elevate, and Home. So with that, Eric, what are some of your favorite tracks off of this track list and what tracks stood out to you the most? So some of my favorite songs are What's Up Danger, Sunflower, Familia, Invincible, Hide, Save the Day, Let Go. Those are definitely some of my more favorite songs on this. I was just absolutely captured by them. You know, I, I love the different moods on this soundtrack, but I really love those. Just because I I really love the replay factor in them, you know. I And I also love how nostalgic they are, I guess. And in, in the sense that when you listen to them, you're immediately transported back to specific scenes or you associate them with specific characters. For me personally, I love the hype up tracks. The tracks that get you hyped when you listen to them and then you think about the action sequences that took place in the movie. And they're really good songs to play at the gym and, you know, really sweat it out. So for me, I like the songs uh, Elevate. I like Start a Riot, those pump up songs. And then to slow the pace down, I really loved Scared of the Dark. I thought that was a great track. And Invincible, I thought that was also a great track. And yeah, so some of these tracks, it depends on the mood that you're in when you listen to them. And, you know, within the context of the movie, they did such an excellent job. I totally agree. And, you know, it's really hard to like narrow it down to a couple of favorites. Even only picking one is just really difficult because... Which you know <laughs> I'm going to make you do, Eric. Yeah, my favorite, my favorite part, Eric, I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> That's my favorite part of doing this. <laughs> I know it is. But, uh, you know, I, I love this soundtrack specifically because I'm someone that's relatively new 
to, you know, trap and a lot of these genres on here. Yeah, I love Juice World. I forgot to mention that. I loved his uh, track on this called Hide. I thought that was a yeah, great track. That that was a standout for me, too. You know, I, when it plays in the movie, it, as soon as it starts, it just grabs you, you know. Also, I'm going to surprise you by saying this, but I am a huge Sway Lee fan. I really like his style. I love uh, what he has to offer on songs. He's been featured on a lot of songs as of late, but I love his group. Ray Shermerd with Slim Jimmy. I mean, they are the dynamic duo, but even just his solo work and him being featured on songs, I just love his style and I love what he brings to the table for certain artists and the collaborations that they've made. A couple that come to mind off the top of my head, uh, Unforgettable with French Montana. That was a huge smash a couple summers ago. And most recently, Close to Me featuring Diplo and Ellie Golding. I think that song is a really catchy song, and I think that they complement each other very well. That's something that I really like about Sway Lee, is that he can really gel with other artists, and he is able to incorporate his style without taking away from the shine of who he's collaborating with. He gels well with a lot of different musical styles, a lot of different artists, and I think that when it comes to whether he is part of the group or if he's doing solo stuff, I am such a big fan of his work in general. However, that is not the surprising part that I'm referring to. I am actually referring to the song Sunflower with Post Malone and Sway Lee. I think I enjoy it because majority of the song focuses on Sway Lee. I, they both have verses in the song, but Sway Lee opens it up, sets the tone of what the song's going to be like. So there's that. Also, I know that there are a lot of heavy Post Malone fans out there. He's just somebody that I could never get into. I've tried. I have listened to some of his songs. It just doesn't work for me. It's fine if it works for you. That's my disclaimer. But I will say that on this song, for me at least, this is definitely one of the better songs in Post's catalog, in my opinion, where he really blends with Sway Lee in terms of vocals and setting the mood of what the song is about. I think their voices really complement each other, so I'll give them that. And also, this song played such a huge role in the movie and now it, it has skyrocketed in the charts so it would kind of be foolish not to talk about the song and not talk about the success that this song has had specifically off of this soundtrack i think within the context of the movie it was a song that miles sung in the movie and i think it fits something that a teenager would listen to so in that right it does make sense how do you feel about it? So I like it. You know, I love that it goes very well with the movie. You'll see what I mean when you go see it. And, you know, it's definitely a song that, like a lot of others on here, you could lift it and listen to it, and it'll still have the same effect as if you were watching the movie. And people clearly have been, Eric, because this song has skyrocketed on the charge. I'm pretty sure it's at number one right now. It's been playing on the radio like crazy, so people are really digging this song. And to be honest here, I can totally see why, like I said, there is a lot going for both Swaley and Post on this song specifically. It's very catchy. Their voices blend well together. It makes sense with the movie, without the movie. So I get the appeal. I totally get it. 
Yeah, me too. And I agree with what you said before. They both have um, equal amounts of elbow room, so to speak. They both shine in their own capacities without, you know, overdoing it and without, you know, overshadowing the other. So in that sense, it definitely works. But Eric, is it your favorite song off the soundtrack? Because (laughs) that is what we're going to get into right now. As much as I like it, uh, it is not. So let's hear it. What is your favorite track off of Into the Spider-Verse? So you might be surprised by it. You might not. You know, you know me more than anyone. So it's, you know, I guess it's your guess as to what my favorite one is. But my absolute favorite out of this entire soundtrack, and I say this because it was the first one that I decided to replay after listening to the entire album, is Memories. Nice. I love, yeah, that's a great, I forgot to mention that one earlier. There's just so many good songs off this soundtrack that it's good problems to have. That is definitely a standout track. Yeah, you know, as as soon as I heard it, I just loved the vocals on it. You know, I love the way this dude sings. And it is just such an awesome, unique song, even within the soundtrack, because you've got to admit, there's a lot of great sounds on the soundtrack but even among this batch of songs it's one of those songs that really just stands out the minute you hear it and as soon as it was over i was like i can't wait till you know the soundtrack is over so i can go back and listen to it again oh eric i love that i love that that was the standout track for you i can totally see why i forgot to mention it earlier but i love that song as well it was a hard choice picking this one because the other one i would have picked had it not been for memories would be Hyde, because I really love how similar they are in terms of just, you know. Eric, you should check out Juice World Recommendation. <laughs> I'll definitely take that into account. And, you know, I, I guess what I love about these songs is you can literally put them on whenever, whether you take a walk outside or you're riding on the train or literally doing anything. And these songs will instantly put you in just the best of moods. So for me, my favorite pick If you think about what I was saying earlier with the Fast and the Furious, for me, this song, no joke, can be lifted off of this soundtrack and be placed on one of those soundtracks. I'll give you, that's my hint. That's my clue. Do you have any idea which song I'm talking about? Honestly, no, but I'll give it a shot anyway. Give (laughs) it a shot. Give it a shot. Uh, Start a riot. Ooh, you know, I am not going to fault you for saying that because... That song really could be on a Fast and Furious soundtrack. And I just want to throw this out there. I don't know if anybody else can hear the comparison between these songs, but something that I noticed, Starter Riot from this soundtrack reminded me a lot of Welcome to the Party on the Deadpool 2 soundtrack. They had the same type of vibe, the same type of instrumental, and I don't know. It's just something that I noticed going back and forth between the two. Because I listen to Starter Riot, I'm like, this is a really good song. It gets you amped up. But I, it sounds like I've heard it before. And then I was trying to backtrack. And where have I heard this song before? Something similar to it. And then that's when I went back to the Deadpool 2 soundtrack. And I played Welcome to the Party. And they do. They both have very similar aspects to them. Just something out there for people if they want to take the time to compare the two. But no, that is not the song that I have chosen, even though it's definitely one of my standouts that I uh, mentioned before. Okay, so which one is it? Which one of these 13 songs best fits Fast and the Furious, in your opinion? Familia. Of, wow. Of course. Of course. 
<laughs> how, of course. How, That's also one of my favorites, too. How could it not? Come on. With Nicki Minaj, Anuela, and Bantu. I love the vibes off of this track. It was such a standout track for me. I kept going back to it after listening to the soundtrack over and over again for this episode. And this, for me, was the takeaway where I will literally lift this track and put it on another playlist of mine. I thought it was that good. Nicki Minaj, she delivers, as always, fits perfectly within the song. The song makes sense with everybody involved. And how could you not with that chorus? It, it reminded me so much of the Fast and Furious franchise, of course, with the idea of family coming first and you look out for your family and you support your family and you protect your family above all else. And family doesn't just have to be blood. It could be friends too. And everything that goes into that was pretty much showcased in this song. And this song was just such a vibe. Obviously, it fit the Spider-Man movie so well because there are a lot of family ties that are within this movie without giving anything away. There's a lot of family connections and this song was such a good highlight of what the movie has in store for everybody that watches it. Very well said and I also really love the mood of the song and looking at it now I can totally understand why you would put that in Fast and the Furious. It makes complete sense. That's so awesome. I can't believe I didn't see that before. Yeah, Eric. And just personally, I definitely agree with the lyrics of this song. And I am one of those people that my family will always come first. And I'm always looking out for my family and wanting to protect them from anything that I possibly can. And with that being said, that is why this song for me is I'm going to be listening to this song for a very long time. Amen. Me too, because that is also one of my top picks for the soundtrack. And there you have it, you guys. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. The movie was a great movie. The hype is real. Go out and see it while you still can, while it's still in theaters. I was super late to it, but I am so glad that I eventually got to see it. And I had the pleasure to see it with you, Eric, and that was amazing. Aw, thank you so much. (laughs) It's always great to see a movie with a fellow Spider-Man fan. Hell yeah. So you guys, we want to know if you saw the movie, and not only if you saw the movie, what did you think about it? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Have you listened to the soundtrack? Did you listen to the soundtrack in context of the movie, or did you actually hear the soundtrack first? I think that would be an interesting thing, because I know, especially with this Post Malone song out right now, Sunflower, a lot of people might be going to this soundtrack to seeing where the song is lifted from, who may or may not have seen the movie first. So... That is a very interesting thing to me if you listen to the soundtrack before going to see the movie in that order. And how does that impact your listen? That's a very good question. And I can't wait to see what people's responses are going to be. Guys, we want to hear your feedback. As always, head over to musicmattersmedia.com. You can reach out to us through there. We want to know how you felt about the soundtrack, how you felt about the movie, what are your favorites, least favorite song, all for the soundtrack. We want to know it all. Don't forget to also reach out to us on social media. We are on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook at Music Matters Media. And stay tuned for our next episode.